Welcome to Crystallizing Conversations. Join your hosts, Jillian Aurelia Green and Iris Unique as we explore the tools, pathways, and possibilities for healing and expansion. Through the warmth of easy conversation, we'll be delving into magic, mental health, and more. This is your time to learn about yourself, each other, and of course, the crystals that support us along the way. This isn't just a podcast, it's a community of your closest spiritual friends. Let's grow together. Hello and welcome everyone. My name is Jillian Aurelia Green. And this is Iris Unique. And we are so excited to be here with you guys. (laughs) So this podcast is Crystallizing Conversations. This is our very first episode. We have been working on this for five months. Five long months. Five long months. (laughs) And in, in that five months, Iris has gotten married. Yes, that's right. We've gone to a gym show. Mm-hmm. I was put in the hospital. I had crazy major, major pelvic surgery. <laughs> and here we are. And here we are. We finally, finally made it. We made finally it. Finally recording. All the all the other nitty-gritty stuff is taken care of. Now we get to the fun part, the part we've been waiting for. I know. Talking to you guys. This is so I exciting. Know. Uh, all right. So as since this is our first episode, um, I thought it'd be a good idea for us to lay out the basic format that our episodes will have. Um, we're basically going to have this is this is a crystal podcast, but it's also it's also an everything podcast yes. through the lens of crystals. So uh, if you don't know us, um, I, Jillian, I am the founder of Sage Crystals. We were one of the very first Instagram uh, shops, for lack of a better term, to do live sales. We were we were part of the very first wave. Um, and what we specialized in was talking about the crystals themselves, educating. When I was when I was seeing these live sales, it seemed, you know, like they were very it was at the very beginning and it seemed like such yes. a great opportunity for for community and for education. Um, and so that's what I've been doing now for almost five, actually by the time this airs, Five years we'll have been doing that. So that's me. Yeah. And then then my story is kind of similar. I started right, I think a little bit, it's been almost six years now that I've been on Instagram with Iris Unique. Um, It used to, it started off as Iris Unique Succulents. Mm. And then it went to Iris Unique Crystals. And then I just simplified Iris Unique. Uh, But I have been selling crystals, offering crystals, teaching about crystals for, yeah, six years. And it's been six wonderful years, six very formative years for me personally. Um, Mm. And I've, you know, built a really cool community of like-minded people. And it's just been, and I've met Sage Crystals and Jillian through (laughs) Crystals. Just I've met so many wonderful people and it's so exciting. (laughs) And to be able to do this with Jillian is a huge honor. Um, Yeah, I'm just really, really excited. So, (laughs) Um, So yeah, so both of us, to sum up, have been in the crystal world for five to six years, for for quite a long time, um, definitely definitely before before they became more mainstream. So it's it's been fun watching watching that progression. Yeah, uh, it's actually really cool because I feel like in the beginning there was only like a couple accounts where you could find crystals, and it's the awareness around them and their healing properties. Everything's become so huge, and it's actually a cool thing to witness that they're they're finally getting out there, getting the credit they deserve. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it makes me feel like I was. Like I was like a servant. It was like crystals, yeah. like, yes, work through me, become, work through us, become popular. And now they're, you know, they're, they're everyone on TikTok is talking about crystals. Yes. Um, and everywhere else. It's exciting. And everywhere else. I mean, <laughs> I remember initially there only being a few crystal books. Like you'd go, you'd go to like the new age section of right. and Noble and there'd be like two crystal books. It was basically like, Robert Simmons and like Judy, Judy Hall. Hall, and that was yeah. it. Yeah. And now you go, and it's like there's shelves of crystal books, which is is just so exciting. Yes. Um. So we really wanted to. Well, I mean, we'll 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 get to this in a little bit later. But for the basic format for this podcast is we're talking about 
I mean, pretty much everything. We're going to have some episodes will be the two of us. Those will be more crystal focused. Um, a lot of our podcasts will have a, a guest, a, th- a third party, amazing, amazing being. We really want to use this as a platform to showcase other people and what they do. And they'll be coming on and talking about their expertise, whether that's past life regression or inner child work or yoga or even like back to basics. And like, you know, we have an amazing friend who does from India who does a lot of work with chakras and um, really being able to allow this to be a space for for education. Yeah. And healing. And healing. Yeah. yeah. Super <laughs> um, exciting. <laughs> so those will be those will be most of our episodes. And then we'll have a few different episodes scattered throughout that will be uh well we'll we don't have a name for them yet, but like deep dive. Deep diving. So, deep diving yeah, so into we'll, we'll have like crystals a good 15 or crystal to 20 minutes about aquamarine and everything you have ever wanted to know in terms of geology and history and mythology and metaphysical properties nowadays and, and all all the good stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and I'll on- be focusing more on the formations because that's more that's more my forte, but getting yes. really getting to know how to use those crystals personally. Because I feel like a lot of times we'll read what the, especially when it comes to the formations, what the basic definition is. And it's like, well, what does that mean? How do I work with that crystal? So we really want to get into the nitty gritty of like how to actually work with these crystals and apply them to you personally mm-hmm. so that you get the best out of them. So it's really Love exciting. That. And then every podcast that we have with different guests, whether it's sound bowls or meditation or intuition, whatever it is that we're talking about with our amazing guests, we can incorporate different crystals to work with what they're talking about. So it's super, super exciting. I'm really exactly. happy. I'm One really our, excited about it. <laughs> me too. One of our upcoming episodes um, is featuring a, a friend of mine who specializes in teaching intuition and accessing our own intuition, uh, which seems really basic, but it's not It's not always easy with all of the sound around us. And so, for example, for that episode, as she is talking, we'll also be bringing in the crystals that are supportive of that. So we're going to be exploring a t- huge range of topics but we'll always bring back in the crystals that are associated with it. So whether you are a crystal lover or not, hopefully this podcast will will have something for <laughs> we'll you. We'll apply. Yes, definitely. We'll apply. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So for this first episode, though, it's just the two of us. It's our initial one. So we want to, um, t- I guess this sounds like really weird, but talk about ourselves. No, I, I want. <laughs> I want I, the song that keeps popping in my head every time I think about this first episode is I don't I don't know if it's from the sound of music but it's the getting to know you oh my goodness <laughs> yes I just want to know you I want to get a little deeper and get to know you and how you I want to know how you first were in contact with crystals because I feel like it's different for everybody um And kind of your first experience just being around crystals, not even necessarily for, I I feel like a lot of people nowadays, they're getting into them right off the bat for their metaphysical, which is awesome that they already know that they have properties and they want to grab them and use them and work with them. Mm -hmm. Whereas I feel like when we were younger, it wasn't that at all. It was more just they happened to be there. At least that's how it was for me. How was it for you? Yes, exactly. There were, there was no guidebook in how to use crystals and especially as a child. I mean, and I think this is true still for for children nowadays where you just you just pick up rocks. There's like something sparkly or pretty or for some reason you're drawn to it and you pick it up and you hold it and you feel you feel connected to it and that's always there's it's just this this excitement mm-hmm. and curiosity in the world around us. There I and- feel like children are naturally drawn to them. Quinn, my stepson, he's 6 now, but I've been helping raising him raise him since he was 2. And mm. he was immediately drawn to crystals. Like I have this video. It's one of my favorite crystals. It's our kitchen, quote unquote, <laughs> kitchen crystal. It's this massive celestial. But I had it outside to do, like do a video um, or something with it. And he ran over to it and hugged it and just started kissing it over and over. <laughs> I'm like, well, where did this come from? But he's just always gravitated. And he would grab his, like we would watch a cartoon together and he'd run to his room and grab his little crystals and want to sit with him while he watched the show. And I think there's just a natural one when children are just drawn to it. And I feel like as we aged, we kind of, I don't know, we 
I don't know how to explain it. But anyway, continue. I, I know. I, I agree. I think there's something to be said for the openness of children. I think it's the same way that children are really drawn to animals. And like as adults, we're like, oh, a cat, oh, a dog. Like we're there's things that we're drawn to because we're we know it's appropriate. But I think with children, they're like a turkey and they just yeah. want to hug the turkey. <laughs> and I think there's something to be said for children naturally understand that we are all connected and that whether it's an animal or whether it's a tree or whether it's a rock, that there is this innate connection and that there is an innate being in in whatever it is that is from the earth. Mm-hmm. And that so true. it so is true. we are of the same family. And I and I I love I love, I love that story of Quinn just like kissing this crystal. <laughs> And I have it on video, so I'll have to somehow share that because it's super cute. <laughs> so, so when I was young, and the, I guess two things: one, I, I everywhere I went, I would take a stone. Um, and I will say now, as an adult, I'm looking back and I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have, maybe I shouldn't have like stolen all of these stones. <laughs> but as a kid, you're just like, I, I am connected to this piece. It wants to mm-hmm. come home with me. So, like, I'm gonna. Well, let me clarify. Do you mean like? like- Taking from a crystal shop, no, or do you mean no, like I mean from like, the beach? No, I mean like from the beach or from. Okay. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. But um, or like my family would go to my 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 grandparents lived uh, in in central United States, and every summer would go to Colorado because their area was way too hot. So they would go to Colorado. They've been doing this. I mean, basically their whole retired lives. And so that's one of my main memories as a kid was every every summer we would go and like visit my grandparents in Colorado and like up in the mountains. It's normally a ski area, but in the summer it's beautiful. Oh, beautiful. And, I can imagine. And because it was like this very insular community, as a child, like they were just like, all right, here's the door, run around. And so it's yeah. being seven years old and the freedom to like run around the forest and like run oh, around. That's so magical. This, there was a river that cut through the whole thing. And and every summer I would bring home a crystal from there and just being able to, they'd have these big boulders lining the river and I would just sit there and I know it's not really a crystal, but I would sit there on the rock and I would just lay there and feel myself turn into stone, turn into mm-hmm. the rock and that we were mm-hmm. we were one being and I would disappear. And that's one of my, my most beautiful memories oh, from I my childhood. That. So grounding too. But I feel like those stones are just, mm-hmm. yeah. I get that. <laughs> but but even as even as a kid, I think you know, kids love love crystals and they've always they've always I've always felt very called to them and they've always felt like they were calling me. And when I started this business, and I actually don't entirely remember this, but when I started this business, my mom was like, Well, I'm glad it turned into something because I used to talk to the rocks and I was a little concerned. <laughs> So, I'm glad something came from it. I'm glad something came from it. <laughs> oh, that's came awesome. Out of so cute. Yeah. And our I, friends. Yeah. And I had this little pouch and I, I mean, I was, you know, in middle school and I had this little pouch and I had rocks in it and I would always, you know, crystal, crystals and crystals and stones. And I would, I'd wear it with me everywhere I mm-hmm. went. And I would, I mean, I didn't know properties back then. I was right. 11. And yeah. I, but I would switch it out each day. I was like, this crystal wants to be with me today. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> and you already like, knew. I already knew. Yeah. I mean, I, I, and I, I'm glad that I didn't – it wasn't until later that I forgot and then yeah. came, came back to it Come again. Come back but, to it. Yeah. But how about you? For me, my mom actually had crystals in the house. But for her, it's always been about the beauty, which I feel like for a lot of us anyway, that's how we first – are drawn to it. So I actually have an amethyst that was my great grandmother's. Um, it's actually, it's not very pretty to be honest. Wow. It's like not the prettiest amethyst, but to have that history is really cool. So she had that and a couple other crystals in the home. But for us, it was always just, they were there, they were pretty. But what was funny is recently she had given me some photos of when we were younger, because I grew up in the Palm Springs area. And Joshua Tree is right near there. And we grew up going to Joshua Tree. And I'm pro- I'm still in diapers. So I'm assuming I'm like two or something. And it's at the Joshua Tree National Park. And I'm holding a rose quartz. And she said that I just loved it. And I was just carrying it around all happy. Aww. So for me, I don't remember that. I mean, I was two. But thankfully, I, I had them around. But I never really, I never really got into them until in my 20s. 
when I really mm. needed them mm-hmm. is when they came into my life. And my first experience with crystals as like my own first crystal was actually again with my mom. She came to visit me. I was living in Carlsbad and there's this little crystal shop there that we walked into and I was drawn to a smoky quartz tower Mm -hmm. and a little lodolite tower that looked the minerals inside made like a flower, like Mm. the green stem with leaves. And then I'm like, oh, this is so cool. So those were my first two crystals ever. And then from there, it just like kind of skyrocketed. I just started my own collection. And Mm -hmm. yeah, it's just, it's been an amazing journey with crystals. And I feel like in the moment, it didn't feel significant. Mm -hmm. But looking back, I realize now (laughs) how significant it's been, (laughs) those little experiences. So So for you, when you came back to crystals, what was that like? Was it for their metaphysical and or did you just like kind of remember? You know, it was. I would say it was a combination of things. I was going through a pretty challenging time in my life. I uh, used to be a musical theater performer, which I loved, I loved doing, but I have an autoimmune illness and it comes and goes. It's called reactive arthritis. And so I'll be fine. And then all of a sudden something will trigger it and then I'll be housebound for who knows how long. Mm -hmm. And so what I realized, so I had, it was my second flare up. And what I realized was I don't, I don't know if I can do this anymore. Like, how can I, if I booked something, if I booked a national tour, and then all of a sudden I woke up one day and couldn't get out of bed. Like, that's, yeah, that's not fair. That's not fair to myself. That is not fair to the the company that I'm in. That's not fair to the casting directors who thought that I would like be a safe bet. Um, and I didn't, I didn't really know what to do. And I was like, well, I can still, I can still sing. I could still do, you know, at the time I was also doing some film and TV and some commercials and I could still do that. But I honestly was, I was, I was so depressed (laughs) um, about it. And I mean, it wasn't like clinical depression. It was, it was situational depression, but I was so despondent. Um, I really felt like I had lost my purpose Mm -hmm. and I was on Instagram and I don't know how oh I think I think what happened is my friend was like let's go to a crystal store and I was like all right and it was in my neighborhood it recently opened up and I walked in and it was like memories upon memories upon memories Aww, and flooding and the, in reminding you yes and oh, it was like it was like walking into a room full of my closest friends that I hadn't talked to in years Aww, and they'd all like so gather together for a surprise party for me yeah. <laughs> and it was it was the first moment I felt really happy in, in such a long time and I had this very distinct memory of when I was gosh it was after my parents divorce so I must have been 10 10 or 11 maybe maybe 12 um and my dad had gotten really had gotten really ill he had encephalitis from when he was in Vietnam and it had you know, like hides in your brain and then it flares up. So oh, basically wow. his brain, his brain swelled, swelled up. He fell down the stairs. He was hospitalized. They thought he was going to die. Oh my gosh. Um, and I being a precocious little, I don't know, whatever I was, preteen was like, this crystal is going to heal you. And I Aww. held this, it was a quartz crystal. And I, I don't know where I got this quartz crystal. And I held it in my hands and I talked to it and I was like, you're going to make my dad better. I know you are. I'm so grateful for you. Like we're going to work together and we're going to do this. Oh my and gosh. when I next visited my dad at the hospital, I think it was the next day. Um, I like slept with it that night. I, <laughs> this is amazing. Um, I brought it to, I brought it to the hospital with me and I didn't tell my, I, I don't know if I told my dad, I think I like slipped it under his pillow and I don't totally remember now. It's so, it's, it's so long ago. Yeah. But I basically I I put it in my dad's hospital bed, and I think he found it and he he left it next door and you know next door on the on the little bedside table, mm-hmm. and you know the doctors were coming in and they were like, why do you have rocks next to you? And I I think I just kept bringing them. <laughs> oh. um, at some point, it beca- I don't I don't remember dad. this. I just remember the courts. But my dad said yeah. at some point there were there were there were multiple rocks. Oh, how and funny. so the the doctor would come in and be like, why are there rocks here? And he was like, my daughter gave it to me. 
keeping it nearby. <laughs> I mean, I feel um, like now if that happened, people would be like, oh, like they yeah, just get it. Like, right. They understand. This, you know, but back this was then, like, this was what in the 90s? 90s it was yeah. a very long time ago. And, and, and miracle of miracles, he survived. Wow. I mean, and not only did he survive, like he was <clears throat> fine. Normally, yeah. if the brain swells for that long, for that length of time, like there's some after either, effects there's from that. brain yeah. damage or there's difficulty with, you know, physicality movement. And, and he was fine. Wow. Like that was it. It was just That's this amazing. weird blip and he was fine. And so I remembered this and I, of course, I've completely forgotten. And I, I remembered this and I was like, the crystals really worked. Yeah, and they helped my dad. I knew that they would work and then yeah. they worked. And I don't know why I forgot this. I think you just go to high school and you go to college and you just, like, you know, if, if you're, if you can't go to college and, and you just, life happens and you go to work and you, you forget. And so, um, being able to remember that was, was so special. And so I started by like in buying crystals and I started making crystal grids. I didn't even know what crystal grids were at the time. I was just like, wow. I feel like these need to be arranged yeah. in a certain way and they're going to work together <laughs> cohesively. <laughs> uh, just innately new. Yeah. There's just, That's you know, awesome. and I think the crystals, if you're open, they, they, they tell you what they want to do, like they, how mm-hmm. they want to partner with you. And mainly I just, I just started working with crystals and then I, I started following crystal accounts on Instagram mm-hmm. um, because I, I love, love my friends and I was so happy for their success, but it was really hard seeing all of my friends like on national tours and on Broadway and like on <laughs> cruises and like these, you know, booking these things. And it's like, I can't do this. And so I'm going to look at pretty crystals. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to unfollow them. I want to be able to like say, yay, but I also need to space that out with something that's going to nourish me. So I'm not mm-hmm. just seeing all my friends' successes and reminded of my inability to, to do it too. Right. So yeah. So I started following Instagram, a few Instagram shops. There weren't that many at the time. And then I noticed there was one, it was Hoffa Crystals, doing a live sale. And I was like, what is this? (laughs) And I started watching and I was like, this is cool, but I feel like, I feel like there's more that can happen here. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I just took some, I convinced my partner. I was like, I'm used to talking for four hours and I'm, I feel like this would be such a great opportunity for education and being able to build a community because it's the same people tuning in each time. And mm-hmm. so we took, I think, like, you know, a little bit out of savings, not a lot, like a thousand, two thousand dollars went to a gem show. And my partner was like, this is insane. I was like, I know I'm doing it anyways. Wow. And you went big. I went big. Wait till I you was, hear my story. <laughs> I am excited for your story. I don't I don't know all the details. I just, <laughs> a little opposite, but same, but that's funny. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, and that's, that's so cool to hear this experience of your dad too. That's amazing. And then having that realization of wait, if they, if they healed my dad, maybe they can help heal me. Then you maybe know? they can help heal me. Me, and at the very least, they're going to. I'm going to feel emotionally better around them, even mm-hmm. if my physical healing is going to take more time. Right. Totally. And then and I never yeah. went back to acting because. <laughs> Sage to golf, and it was yeah. such a, it was this whole world. I feel like so. our stories are very similar, but like timeline wise, mm-hmm. and like what we are going through in life. Because mm-hmm. for me, I I used to be a registered vet tech, and I worked um, I worked overnights in the emergency department, Oof. and then switched over. That was like when I first started getting into crystals, and then switched over to the oncology department working with pets and giving them chemo, which is totally like not to get off the subject, but it's totally different than humans. Like your goal isn't to cure, it's to make them feel better with the time they have left. So it's a little different, but still it's very emotionally. And I'm an empath. I didn't know that then, but I know that now. And so to be around these owners who are going through all these traumas of, you know, emergency in the middle of the night, it's the worst of the worst. It's dogs getting hit by cars or eaten by coyotes and all this stuff. So it was very emotionally it was taking its toll. So thankfully my mom took me into that crystal shop again, like I said, Hmm. smoky quartz, absorbing negative energy. Um, And then I just started becoming like, I would almost say addicted to smoky quartz (laughs) tourmaline. Like those were my go-tos during that time. And I had gone to school to be a vet tech. I grew up from, you know, 
well, I started working when I was 12. <laughs> I kind of mentioned that to you the other day. But majority of my life, I was doing bookkeeping and accounting. And I just, my- what, who was hiring a 12-year-old to do bookkeeping? So back then, I wasn't doing bookkeeping. I started off at a dry cleaner. Oh, I just Who wanted hires to a work. Twelve-year-old. That's not my legal. mom. My mom got someone to hire me. Like they got me a work permit at that young age because I was <sighs> so mature. I was working. I was doing school um, independent studies, which isn't quite home mm. studies. You meet with mm-hmm. a teacher once a week, but I was already very independent. And for me, my mentality when I was that age was school's a waste of time. Like I, I'm there for how many hours? Like how much can I get done? So anyway. <laughs> yeah, start working when I was 12 because I want to make my own money. <laughs> but Fair. in any event, majority of my life, I ended up transitioning, I think, around 15 to accounting bookkeeping. And then I read this book in my 20s, which looking back now, kind of going off subject, but I was dating a guy that wasn't the best for me. He was I was in my early 20s. He was exactly 10 years older than me, but he was a bartender. He was into drugs. like, And so I'm in that environment. But the one good thing that came out of this guy, well, I dated maybe a couple months, was he gave me the book, The Alchemist. He's like, I think you need to read this. I've, and that book is like the most alchemizing book oh my ever God. written. It was amazing. If, and if you haven't read this book, please just just read it. It's just a read very simple book. read, but it's life-changing, mm-hmm. at least at that crucial point in my life. Um, I needed it. And for me, the premise is, is basically it's this young boy that wants to be a um, sheep herder, but that doesn't make any money. But it's his passion. He loves these sheep and he wants, that's what he wants to do. I Granted, I haven't read this since I'm in my 20s, so I might be getting it wrong. But it asks what your personal legend is. Like it talks about his personal legend and it's basically... Mm-hmm what you're meant to do. He has a, he has a dream of a treasure. Dream. Yes. Yeah, and he doesn't exactly. know what that is and what it's about, but it ends up, it, it's his, it ends up being his personal legend. His personal legend. And so I remembered when I was younger, how much I loved animals and I always wanted to be a veterinarian. I wanted to help animals. And so I ended up going back to school to, you know, I'm doing bookkeeping and then I started, um, going to school to be a registered vet tech. So then that's how I got into the whole vet tech field. Mm-hmm. Um, long story short, vet tech also doesn't pay money like the sheep herder. <laughs> I, I went into it knowing that. So I started a secondary business on Instagram selling succulents because I was super, I had just bought my first home and I went to Home Depot and I'm like drought tolerant. These are beautiful. And I knew nothing about plants. I always killed any plant that I got. So I started this little business on Instagram, making succulent arrangements and selling succulents. I love how you're like, I kill everything. Let me start a business in this. (laughs) Well, they were the only ones that I could keep alive. Let me promise that. Like I killed everything until it came to succulents. And I'm like, Uh if I could do it, I kill everything and I don't kill succulents. Other people can too. And so the little succulent business started taking off on Instagram. And I ended up going to my first gem show ever. So Instagram's already taken off with succulents. I'm a vet tech dealing with the emotional turmoil of being a vet tech. Mm -hmm. And my friend says, hey, let's go to a gem show. There's one in San Diego. So it's my first gem show ever. And I'm looking at all these crystals and I'm like, you know what? Succulents and crystals, like, I feel like they go hand in hand. They're beautiful together why don't I offer that on Instagram as well? Because I was doing these little auctions on Instagram with the succulents. And so I bought my first crystals ever. I think it was $50. So when you said one to 2000, like, wasn't that, it was $50. And I remember freaking out because remember, I'm a vet tech. I could barely make my bills as it is, which is why Mm -hmm. I started the succulent business. And here I am spending 50 whole dollars. (laughs) stressed out and I get home and put them on Instagram like literally immediately like as soon as I get home from the gem show and they all sold like immediately and so I was like huh there's you know there's something here obviously and so I was doing both for a while ended up transitioning just to selling crystals but during this process I really didn't want to be a vet tech anymore it, it was too emotionally draining. I realized, yes, I love animals, but seeing them, you know, suffering and mm-hmm. building this relationship, especially when you're on oncology, you see them every week and then they die. And it was just very emotional. It was just too much for me. And, but I also didn't have the faith at the time to leap fully 
into crystals. Like I was just so worried that I would quit my job as a vet tech. I I didn't want to do it. I was just going to keep doing both. But the universe had another plan and I severely injured my back when I was working. I was, um, I basically lifted a big dog completely incorrectly. And I, I tore, um, a lumbar, one of the discs in my lumbar. I had a bulging disc in my thoracic spine. And basically I was stuck in a recliner for a year, not able to do any of the things that it, so I feel like my story is kind of similar to you and the Mm -hmm. fact that you, you get so depressed because here I was, you know, here you were acting, following your passion. Mm -hmm. Here I, I was a very active person. I was going to the gym every day, yoga, going on hikes and being stuck indoors in a recliner. And seriously, crystals pulled me through that because not Mm -hmm. only was I focusing on offering them to other people because I already thought they were amazing helping me with my vet tech stuff, but just their beauty, their energy, like they kept me sane. (laughs) And so fast forward a year, I ended up going to a physical therapy program full time. I'm now able, I still have chronic back pain, but overall I'm better in the sense of like, I can go on hikes and I can, you know, I might not be able to do the things I used to be able to do, but overall I'm a normal person again. (laughs) Um, And then because of that, it just went full on crystals. I never, I couldn't, I can't go back to being a vet tech, but Mm -hmm. the really cool thing for me is I love crystals. And as you know, I love teaching about crystals and I love introducing people to crystals, but also animals still hold a special place in my heart. So this started about a year and a half, I think ago, I started for every life cell I do. I don't like announce it beforehand, but I'm able to donate to animals in need. So that's still Mm -hmm. my little, you know, homage Mm -hmm. to, (laughs) to animals Mm -hmm. is through nature's creations. We're still able to help nature and Mm -hmm. help these creatures. So I love that very long story, but that's where we are. (laughs) And how long have you, because I know, for you, the formations has always been the thing that interests you the most. And there's, there's really not a lot of people who have written about formations besides some of the basic, some of the basic ones that, that a like lot of us in, in the community already know, right? Like Lemurians yeah, like- or, or, you know, channelers or DAOs, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what was it that sparked, sparked that interest for you? For me, so when I first I had my first gem show and then I learned that there was one also down in like the Costa Mesa area. And I met this amazing family who I still love today. I still see them whenever I go to the gem shows. It's this Brazilian family and the, the dad, it's a a couple he's, I think they're, and if they ever listen to this, I'm sorry if I'm getting your ages wrong. I want to say they're in their sixties. And he also has a son that sells, you know, their vendors, they sell crystals from Brazil. And he was the first one to ever introduce me to portals I was, it was one of my first times buying mm. from him and I'm like, I really like this quartz crystal and I initially bought it to sell, but you know how that goes. Like, oh yeah, yeah I'm going to turn around and sell this. And then, no, I'm hoarding this. And I'm no, just, this, I'm one's, just... <laughs> this one's for me. <laughs> Still hoarding six years later. But he was like, oh, this is a portal and showed me, I'm like, wait a minute, what is that? And then um, I forget he's t- cornucopia, which is one that even still hasn't been written about, but I know what it looks like. And so I started getting super into formations and like Googling and there isn't much information out there. So mm-hmm. I just started kind of, for me, it's a passion of like, Ooh, this, I keep seeing this formation over and over and this formation over and over, but no one's written about it. What does this mean? And during the live cells, I would always kind of teach about like, how to identify the formations and people are like, mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I've never, you know, I've never heard this before. Um, no one's ever taught about this. Can you write a book? And so for the longest time I've been resisting because I feel like, who am I to write this book on formations? Like, I just love learning about it. I don't, I don't necessarily want to, I like teaching about it, but who am I? Right. But a lot of it, you're channeling at this point. I mean, you've been working with them so long that they're, they're letting you know what they're for. Right. And so I finally have just learned to, it was a quote from a movie that I actually have written on the mirror in, in my office and it's real leaders don't seek to be, they are Mm. called and they answer. And it's Mm. like, it was this thing of, yes, it was almost like the universe. Like, yes, we know you don't want to do this, but this is what you're meant to do because people keep asking you for the information. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And it, there's nothing really out there. There's only a little bit of information out there. So mm-hmm. that's how I really got into it. And ag- again, it is still just my passion. And it's, I'm currently still working on writing a book and I have my encyclopedia on the website, but it's still a work in progress. 
but yeah, it's uh, always it's really a work exciting. in progress, right? <laughs> Do we ever stop learning no. and teaching? I don't know. <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop. Yeah. So anyway, that's my my long. How has it been answer. for you shifting from working with crystals to being in service to them, right? Telling telling their stories, you know. And for you, really, the formations I know is is your is your lens, but how, mm-hmm. how has that been going from like, these make me feel better to no, I am. And, but you know, and I know there's like, there's a combination of like the mental of like, Oh, I can support myself this way, but there's mm-hmm. also this emotional, the crystals want me to do this. Yes. You know, I feel like, like almost going back to almost going back to the alchemist, right? Like mm-hmm. he really wanted to be a sheep herder. That's what right. he wanted. He literally <laughs> like left the family and was like, I'm going to be a sheep herder. And the family was like, that's insane. And he's like, I know, but I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> and he goes and he's a sheep herder and he's happy and he has his freedom. And then he has this this dream and it it is his personal legend and it takes him across the world where he ends mm-hmm. up experiencing the life he was always meant to live, but never knew that's what he wanted. And I feel like it's it's similar with the crystals. It's like you and I each had our passions, we had our dreams, and then life was like, nope, nope, and I <laughs> not doing that. I know for me, it very much feels like the crystals themselves were the ones that said, "Hey, I need you to do this," and mm-hmm. I was like, "Are you sure?" And they were like, "Yes," and I was like, "Okay, okay. Here, trust here we fall. go." I guess. It or was for me, you know, like yeah, literal fall. <laughs> because with the you know, like you're mentioning the money before, but like yeah. that was basically almost the entire. I mean, I was an actor. Like I wasn't yeah. making a ton of money, especially musical theater. You make nothing. Yeah. Um, so I mean, that was almost the entirety of my savings, which is why my partner was like, "I don't think you should do this." And I right. said, "I'm it's doing happening. it. It's happening, yeah. whether you like it or not. Um, whether I like it or not, right. it's happening." So how has that been for you, shifting from the the you know, I don't, using isn't the right word, but like using crystals to benefit yourself, right? To mm-hmm. to help yourself, to heal yourself, mm-hmm. to being in service to them, you know? And I know we say selling and selling has its own connotations that we'll yeah, talk about later, but, right. but, but being able to provide crystalline tools to mm-hmm. the people who need them, who didn't have access to them before and the education about crystals. How has that shift been for you? For me, it's, I don't even know how to explain the feeling in my heart. It's a huge, like, ooh, I'm going to get teary-eyed, a huge honor Um, because you're not only, not only have crystals affected me so great that I get to share that with others. And I'm sure you experience too, the heartfelt messages you get from Mm -hmm. people. Some some of these people have been with me since the succulent days. So that's seven years, you know, because I started six years ago with crystals and they've been with me that long. And I get these heartfelt messages of how they receive a crystal from me and it's like they've met their their lifelong lost not lost love but like this inner knowing that they were meant to be together and they just have mm-hmm. to get to be the facilitator of that and those types of experiences you cannot describe in words like the amount of gratitude it is it's huge and not to mention through these crystals, the relationships that we've built and I know you've experienced that as well with mm-hmm. I, I always have felt funny calling them customers because they're my friends now. They're Mm -hmm. probably some of my closest friends because they're my, you know, I I don't like using the word soul tribe because of that connotation, but they're my soul people. They're my Mm -hmm. family. And so for me, it's just been a huge honor. And yeah. How about, I mean, how about you? (laughs) (laughs) I would say, I mean, I would say it's the same. I, I, I'm, if any of you know human design, I'm a manifester. So I will, I take these, I get these like urges and it's like, I'm taking this leap and I have absolutely no idea why. And then when the universe catches me, when, when things settle out, it's, it's so clear why I needed to take those steps. Mm -hmm. And we all as human beings are constantly, you know, as, as, as beings are constantly affecting each other, but being able to provide a space, a container for people to come and be curious and learn. And especially for, for those, you know, inter- the internet's been so, so amazing in this way. People who are in 
places where they feel really isolated, where there isn't, you know, you're not Los Angeles. We don't have this giant like woo-woo community and it's totally fine. And like everyone's using crystals. There's a lot of places still in the world where that's not, that's people think you're weird. And being able to create a a space through the live sales, you know, people tuning in, even though they're not buying anything, they're still tuning in just because they're part of the community now. And watching clients of clients of mine connect with crystals so deeply that they then become crystal healers or or even if it has nothing to do with crystals i mean it's it's same like the the messages that we get of i was living this life and then because of this crystal and working with this crystal i now know that's not for me and this is for me and i'm happier than i've ever been before and being able to to witness yes Hundreds, exactly. if not thousands, if right. not tens of thousands of people go through these through these shifts, and mm-hmm. you know sometimes people like will disappear for a while, and then they'll come back, and they're like, "You won't believe what I've experienced." Yes, and, and it's it's so it's yeah. There's nothing but gratitude. It's so it's so heartening to know that I have been of service, allowing crystals to become more mainstream. And I know I'm not, I'm not the only one by, by any means where we're, a, you know, a bunch of us, but those of us who were starting five, seven years ago, this wasn't a thing like crystal, like a crystal store was weird. It was like yeah. a witchy store. Right? right. Right. And so having it now be this thing that's talked about in vogue and bustle and like, you yeah. know, even politicians are like wearing crystal jewelry and it's just it's become this thing that is that is so normalized and that's so beautiful and and I think crystals themselves are it's like astrology in a way it's like it's like this gateway yeah a good a good gateway a good gateway a good good portal a good gateway to being more open to the non-physical because it's like here is this pretty pretty crystal Mm-hmm. And like you can enjoy it because it's beautiful or you can connect to it and hear the message that it has. You can partner with it and change your life. And I, I love watching and I, that. It's such a beautiful Did you have thing the to experience? witness. This is something that I used to say during live sales because people, especially when they were coming from my succulent, as my succulent customers and switching mm-hmm. over to like, oh, it was always the crystal heart. The little mm, crystal the little heart baby ones. that was like $4 or six. Like, okay, you know, I'll just take that little heart. I mean, oh. it's pretty, sure. And then those customers like fast forward a couple years later and they're <laughs> like, they have a bigger collection than I do. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. a gateway drug is that little crystal heart. But I think it's true. It's like initially that beauty and then they start to realize the emotional effects that it has on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Uh, what a journey. So what a journey. How about you and what has led you to being this crystal being in service to crystals? I love that that term because at first when you asked me I'm like what do you mean by that? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so from that to wanting to start a podcast. What was the like <clears throat> the little <throat> light bulb for you? So I I wanted to I had an idea to start a, a podcast like this in January 2020. I even I even announced it. I had to, it was a different name, but I, I announced it to you know on Instagram. See, I didn't even know that. Yeah, oh. I, I announced it. I announced <laughs> it in the stories on Instagram. It was like a big deal. People knew about it, and I was working on it. I was lining up guests. I outlined all these these episodes, and and then COVID hit. And mm. I couldn't. I none of the employees could come to work, but we wanted to at least still pay them if we could. And so Yael and I, and we had one packer who um, still stayed, stayed on, you know, on, on the clock, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but mainly Yael, my, my spouse and I, we, we did everything. We took on the, everyone's job. So we still kept doing the live sales. We did all the invoicing. We did so there all the was no service. room for podcasts. Zero there room. was no. And, and, and that's I mean, also, and, I feel like when the big crystal boom happened, like a, a big part yes, of it happened yes. during COVID because everyone's mm-hmm. stuck at home. They're all feeling horrible and mm-hmm. stressed and, you know, all this mm-hmm. stuff going, you know, anxiety. And I think and, yeah, people crystals turned, came in. Yeah. It was like, it was plants, <laughs> plant, like 
pot like house plants and crystals and crystals for sure totally um, and meditation i mean I think all, all of these things became so much more mainstream because what else you're stuck at home what are you going to do you have to be able to process this so people started looking for for tools so but you know so the, the podcast just got put put on the wayside and, and the truth of the matter is after even after things calmed down, even after our employees were able to to work again, and, and the one employee who worked wasn't coming to us. We literally were bringing boxes, leaving them on her front doorstep. Oh my goodness, we would back funny. away six feet, <laughs> and then she would open her door and take the boxes inside, spray did, them down. We did. I mean, well, well, we did like we did the live sale, we did invoice, we did everything. Oh gloves, my goodness! Like, wow. I mean, we we had to, yes, that was that was basically the only way that we were able to continue. Um, for those for those of you who were concerned about us still having someone, <laughs> we didn't actually interact with them. We just waved, waved through glass. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but the business didn't slow, it didn't slow down. And so I never, I actually never got to take a break. Mm. So like every, you know, a lot of people were able to have that, that cool, you know, that, that, sister, that period <laughs> during COVID where they Not just got to like but do yes, yoga on the computer and, and all that. Right. I we didn't. We were we didn't slammed. Have that. Yeah, we were slammed and continued to be slammed. I was so run down that I mean the podcast was just like on on the back burner. Mm-hmm. And then I know. I, I mean, I knew. And you know this part of the story. So when I had a question for Iris about about something else, and so we we met on Zoom and we were talking, and then she started telling me about this podcast idea <laughs> that she had. She was like, and every time I every time I think about it. I just keep thinking of you. Maybe you should be like my first guest. And I was like, well, tell me about the podcast. And so she did. <laughs> and I was like, hold up. And I shared my screen and I showed the outline and they were basically the identical podcasts. And so yeah. we both, I think we like, both knew this was. Do you want to be my co-host? Yeah, let's, let's do it. Each other. We're, yeah. doing, we're, we're doing this, right? We're, we're, we're going to do it. Yeah. Um, but I know a big part of that, at least for me, and I, you know, from what we've, we've spoke about, you know, together, I think at least I could say on, on my end, I feel like what I did in terms of live sales is done, hmm. which is a weird, a weird thing to say. And I still have like a little feel in my heart. But I did live sales for five years. That's mm-hmm. insane. Five years, almost weekly for five years, two days a week at that. That's a lot that is of a energy. Lot. Yeah. And throughout COVID, where we had, you know, thousands of people tuning in in every live sale, which was holding space for a lot of people. Yeah. But I was I was brought on to co-teach a, a course um, last year. By the time this airs, it'll be last year. And it was on how to start a crystal business. And at first I didn't want to do it. I was like, oh, what if it makes more competition? And then part of me was like, yeah, scarcity is not a thing. Mm-hmm. And so I, I went ahead and I and I did it. And it felt, it really felt to me like that was the shift mm-hmm. for the business, but also for me energetically. It was like, yeah, I'm I'm done. Like we did this thing. We did it for a length of time. And now other people are doing it. Now there's now there isn't just a handful of live sales that people can tune into. Now I'm not the only one who's talking about metaphysical properties and all of my right. posts and all of my stories and and in and in the lives themselves. Like crystal talk is a thing. Like there's mm-hmm. billions and billions and billions of people talking about like or posts anyways or, or mm-hmm. you know TikToks like talking about these properties right? and talking about the crystals and creating spaces with each other. And it's like, I didn't do this alone, but I did that. Mm-hmm. I was part of this first wave. And like when I was doing it, I was weird for doing it. And now, <laughs> now it's normal. And yeah. there's hundreds and thousands of all of these small Instagram shops that are, are connecting with crystals and enabling other people to, to connect to crystals. And it's almost like a, a closing of a chapter. Yes. That you yeah. get to reopen to open to your like favorites. Yeah. And then reclose the book. <laughs> I mean, I can't even I can't even count the number of the number of people who were who were good like dear clients of mine who now have their own online crystal shops. Yeah. And same. like how beautiful that is. Mm-hmm. And that they're able to do something that they 
that they love and connect to crystals and, and it makes them happy. And they don't, you know, like they got to quit their corporate job that they hated. And so it was, so it was a combination of that. It just felt like I'm, I did, I did what I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I served the crystals. I did what I was supposed to do. This feels like it's next. Mm-hmm. And I will also say there's a, a another little part of it for me, which is my company got big enough to the point where, I mean, I now have got a website, I've got a brick and mortar store, and it it felt a little bit like it. The feel of the live sales shifted, I think, because energetically, I was no really. I, I really, I'm a manifester. I've time to move on to the next thing, but I I, I initiated it and I, and I stayed on for too long, and. I did that because like I needed to make a certain amount each week so that way all of my my employees could get paid. And that wasn't the reason that I was doing like that sh- that wasn't the reason I was supposed to be doing live sales. Right. I was supposed to be in service. I was supposed to be creating exactly. community and I was supposed to be educating and telling the crystal stories and it you know the this is one of the things like I openly admit, you know, people backtrack all the time and like when I realized Wait a second, I'm not in alignment anymore. The reason I'm doing these live sales is not in alignment anymore. It was for a very long time, but it's not anymore. This isn't going to work. This this is I can't do this. I can't sustain this. And I feel like I'm just selling crystals to sell and that does not feel good for myself and that does not feel good for the crystals. Right. It's no longer connecting people to to the pieces that they really need, it felt like it felt like selling, and I never and I, intended yeah, we never to feel like selling. as a no. seller. <laughs> no, I mean, like we say, like oh, I'm a crystal seller, but like yeah. that's not that's not how it really felt. It felt right. like you know, it, it's just easier to say than oh, I'm the intermediary that is allowing right? people to because connect I'm to their the crystalline tools and friends. Yeah, I'm a, match, I'm a crystal matchmaker, exactly. <laughs> right, and so being able to recognize. This is no longer in alignment energetically for me, but I'm not done with crystals. Like they, there is more they want me to do. And so when we got to talking, and I know we've talked about this a lot, but it felt like, oh, here's a way where I get to still talk about crystals. I still get to educate. We still get to create community, which I know is what kind of sets us, I think, apart from other podcasts that I'm, I'm really excited to talk about in a little bit. But the things that are most important to me are like education and community. And right, here's a same. way that I can do it <laughs> in which people don't have to constantly be buying from me. People can, right. you know, like, and we're going to have, we're going to, again, well, we're going to have some, we're going to have offerings, but you don't have to buy them. You can get everything you need just by listening and mm-hmm. Being able to do that for me felt so much more aligned and and so much more expansive. Well, also in the live sales, it's just it's just me. And I think being able to create a platform in which other people get to showcase and talk about and share their gifts, their heritage, their learning, their their education. Uh, for the benefit of everyone, I think is 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 really important, and so I agree. cool. Oh, so that's that's my long summary. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. It's it's good to hear. I feel like for everybody, um, why why we're starting this podcast? Because I think, I mean, we've obviously already had this conversation in, together, which is why we've started the podcast, but. Mm-hmm. For me, say the live sales for me, and I've honestly said this from the beginning of like, just stop, even if you can't buy, just, just stop by, like, just come get the good yeah. energy and the good vibes. And for me, I've always felt like the live sales were our opportunity. And I, I've said this numerous times in my live sales. So if you're listening and you've been in my live sales, mm-hmm. <laughs> you've heard me say it, but yep. I feel like it's the opportunity from people all over the world like-minded people from all over the world to come together into my office and we get mm. to just vibe off each other, uplift each other, have laughs together, talk about crystals together. And it's the best part of the live sales. But obviously 100%. when it's a live sale, it's a live sale. So it's like you're, I always get stuck staring at the same crystal for like, you know, two minutes straight, even though it's already sold because I'm busy talking because I'm having this connection with 
you know, with everyone. And I forget, <laughs> so oh, wait, true. I'm supposed to be selling a crystal. Yep. So for me, the podcast is really about that. And I've had numerous customers say that like, hey, I really want to come in your live sales, but I'm always tempted by the crystals when I shouldn't be buying, but I can't come in and not buy. So can we just do a live or it's just we talk? And that kind of ignited it for me of like, hey, that's kind of what a podcast would do. But on top of it, I adore crystals. I love crystals. I love teaching about crystals. I love teaching about ways that you can actually use them and apply them in your life. But it's also so much more for me. It's not just crystals. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I post all the time about my morning ritual, which starts my day off right. And I write my gratitude. So for me, gratitude is huge. Being in nature is huge. Pulling Oracle cards is huge. So I feel like this is a way for us all to connect not only about crystals, but the things that uplift us, that help heal us, that help bring us joy. Um, because I know a lot of us that are listening even that we all feel the same way about multiple things. We love mm -hmm. crystals. They're a huge part, but it's also so much more. And mm -hmm. then to be able to interview experts on different topics is going to be, oh, like the learner in me is so excited. Yeah, our, <laughs> to, our, our HD one line profiles that we both have, we both <laughs> Just, we just want to learn it all. Just all want to it. learn it all, take it all in. <laughs> so I'm really excited to learn alongside you guys. And yeah, yeah. This, is, this is going to be a ton of fun. I'm mm -hmm. thrilled that we've come up with this avenue. So yeah. So in in a summary, I know I mentioned in the very beginning, but that's that's kind of what it's going to look like. We'll have three different types of episodes. Most of them will be with guests and we'll be focusing on lots and lots and lots of fun topics. Then we'll always bring crystals back in to help support that topic or connect to that topic. We'll have episodes with the two of us where we are just laughing at each other all the time. Um, not at each other, with, with, with each, each other, other. With, with each other yeah. all the time uh, because we make each other laugh a lot. Uh, and those ones will be much more crystal focused, how to work with crystals, crystal grids, I mean, there's a zillion, a zillion crystal, crystal topics just cleansing, on its own. Crystal cleansing, <laughs> yes. Trigger word for me. Um, and then, and then we'll have individual, occasional deep dives with Iris really going into formations and me going into specific crystal properties. Uh, so that's those. Those will be the three type of episodes that we'll we'll be having, which I'm very excited for. All of yeah, them, I'm literally, I like, know, right? I can't wait. My hands over here. <laughs> Um, this has been five months in the making, so to finally yes. like get to the point where we're actually doing yes. Know, by the time by the time stuff. it airs, it'll be it'll be six months. True, which is yeah. exciting. Wow. Um, so one of the things that I I know I want to make sure we talk about is, you know, there's a lot of podcasts out there, and what what makes mm -hmm. ours what what are we doing? Why is this not just a podcast? As right. as we say in our little opener, would you? Would you oh, like to share about yeah. it? You want me to do the honors? <laughs> sure. Um, so one of the really cool things, so I have started um, a crystal formation school a while back. And one of the things I was incorporating in it was what I was calling soul work. And it's essentially homework, but more like soul oriented. So we wanted to implement that with a podcast. So every podcast that we have we have conjunctive soul work that really helps you to apply whatever the guest is coming on and speaking about, um, whether it's, you know, there's going to be a variety of topics. So whether it's, you know, working with the moon cycles or astrology, human design, intuition, oracle cards, whatever it is that we're talking about, plant medicine, having a type of soul work where you can on your own go and almost do this deep dive into mm. what we were talking about the, yourself. The in, yeah, the integration and the embodiment. Yes. We can listen and listen listening is is great. You can learn a lot from listening, but it is still a relatively passive right. form of learning. And so having the soul work, what I when Iris talked about, I loved the idea because it's such a great practical way to really integrate the topic and mm -hmm. to embody the topic, really get it into right. your system. And whether it's you want to make this into a new ritual or you, or even like, you know, you really like how someone talked and you're curious about working with them. It's a great way to kind of taste yes. what they, what they do what they and offer. see like, do I actually yeah. want to work with this person? See, cause you actually get, you know, a, a small, a small bite of, of their offering, so to speak. Yeah. I'm so excited for the soul work. We're going to be doing it right alongside you guys. That's what's yeah. so cool. <laughs> <laughs> we're 
Yes. And um, then we're also obviously building a community. So just like the live sales where you come in and you have this chance to vibe with other, you know, crystal lovers. Instead, with the podcast, we're building a community on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have that same type of community where you can talk about like, hey, would you? what did everyone think about this week's episode? Um, I gathered this from it. Or if you have questions or you just oh, want to hey, share I'm your working, experience. I'm working with this crystal. Have any of you worked with this crystal? This is what I'm getting. Have any of you gotten this? Just being able to connect with others about anything. And especially for people being you know, in remote areas, being able to find friends or like, actual like maybe there's two people from the same town and they're both like really into crystals but they didn't know it and now they do and they isn't that so cool right no I had that experience one of my I call her my soul sisters now when I first when I was selling and teaching about crystals she actually taught me she taught me about ET formation which I'm obsessed with now and we don't need to get into the formation itself but she lived literally 10 minutes away and I had no idea and now we're such close friends so mm. yes having that experience of being able to be like hey there's someone in my area I'm so excited for everybody for that because mm-hmm. and and there'll yes. be more than just that we've also are working on um behind the scenes things yes. Q&A like live live Q&As bonus, bonus episodes, episodes like like how to navigate to sound like a pro yeah uh, <laughs> Things, things like that. So we're, we really want this to be a space of, of learning and healing and community and thriving. And I'm really, really excited to see how this all, how this all builds and how we can all come together to create this, to co-create this. It's very exciting times. (laughs) So we're going to be wrapping this up soon. uh, But for funsies, Iris, what crystal are you working with a lot right now and why? <laughs> you mean crystals with a bunch of plural S's, right? <laughs> Always. It's so funny because Always. I feel like every day it changes. Um, and I'm sure you guys experience this too. If you're going in and like, ooh, which crystals am I going to you know, bring with me today? And it's just always like, me, me, me. And you just know. Um so for me today, should I just share what I have on the table? Yeah. Because I literally was just like before just the... Hold it, hold it up. Let's see it. <laughs> All right. I think I might... Where... Did I drop one? Where'd it go? <laughs> well, I'm missing one. I had it in my lap and it is now gone. But it was a lapidolite palm stone. Oh. Lapidolite <laughs> is one of my true loves. Um, if those of you who are listening don't know about lipidolite, it's really good for, it contains lithium and is really good for anti-stress, anti-anxiety, um, and I deal with anxiety. So <laughs> it's a stone that I always just, it's very comforting. It's very soothing. And this is our first podcast. So I had a little bit of jitters. So I brought out my lipidolite. Nice. Then I also brought out my beautiful sunstone. <gasps> I tower, have sunstone which, too. Yeah. See? I'm wearing <laughs> sunstone. Yeah. Twinning. So I have sunstone here, super, uh, well, for me, I was bringing it out for like happy, uplifting, positive vibes. Mm -hmm. And then um, this is actually in your honor, Jillian, it's a blue crystal. I have very few blue crystals. I personally, not normally a blue crystal person, but this is a blue appetite and it's in the Isis face shape. Oh. And Isis face crystals connect us to our goddess energy mm. um, and then blue crystals helping with communication so mm-hmm. that's what i brought out for today how about you i already have right. your sunstone bracelet yeah on. i have my sunstone bracelet because it is a joy filled and energy filled and it's a good stone for leadership uh especially mm-hmm. like leadership in service to which yeah. I, I, I really loved totally that applies. idea for sunstone yeah so i have and you know and just a little, a little confidence booster. So I've got that. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so if you if you know me from the live sales, it's kind of a running joke. I love blue crystals. I am very much a throat <laughs> chakra based person. So almost all of my personal crystals are, are blue crystals. <laughs> so I have my I have my lapis. This is made uh, by Bibolo LA. You can find her on Instagram. It's like beautiful. beautiful piece. I she's she's so talented. Um, if that's not enough, I have my big, my big lapis. The thing's a chonker. Right here. <laughs> uh, and then I also, I have a blue, a blue she light, which uh, is not actually a she light. It's a misnomer, but it has a 
variation of um, various, sorry, it has various blue calcites in it along with dolomite um, and some other, some other materials. I don't know where the she came from. I don't know why they call it that, but I really wanted a lot of good communication energy. Uh, the lapis has a lot of like, like the sunstone has a lot of regality, be a lot of presence, mm-hmm. which I felt like would be beneficial. I used to wear lapis a lot to, to auditions. Uh, and then blue shelite, it's got with the blue calcite in there. There's a lot of nice calming, calming energy. It connects mm-hmm. the mind to the throat chakra. So being able to clearly express your thoughts. Uh, and then blue shelite, again, with the kind of that mix of different materials is, is really great for helping find and form community. So <laughs> that's what I've got today. <laughs> so love it. Yay. <laughs> All right. So I think that's it for our very first episode. We ran a little long, but I think that's okay. We'll still see. Yeah. Maybe this will end up being, yeah, but- <laughs> this will always end up being the length. I have a we have feeling no what's, idea. what's always going to happen. We're going <laughs> to aim for 45 minutes and at least do an hour, but it's yeah. okay. We'll see. But we'll we see. hope you guys enjoyed learning a little bit about us and about what the podcast is going to be about. I hope you're super excited for the community and the soul work. I mean, I know I'm super excited. Yeah. So. So even if you guys are, we're excited. <laughs> we're excited. <laughs> Please join us in being um, excited. And also the thing is like, as, as we go, it'll, you know, as it grows, it will become, it will become better because you'll, you'll all be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. So if you enjoyed this episode, we hope you continue along this podcast journey with us. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Play, YouTube, and crystallizingconversations.com. That's crystallizing with two L's. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, TikTok at Crystallizing Conversations, where we'd love to know your thoughts, impressions, and what topics you'd like us to chat about in future episodes. We also really want this to be a crystal community. So if you enjoyed your time with us, please be sure to share with your friends because more people, the better it is. Yeah. Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for listening and we hope you have a beautiful day. See you next time. This concludes another episode of Crystallizing Conversations. We are so grateful for every moment you spend with us, whether that's listening in or connecting with like-minded friends in the crystallizing community. To find out how to join, visit us at crystallizingconversations.com, where you can also explore our memberships, which gives you access to bonus episodes, astrological forecasts, behind-the-scenes content, live Q&As, meetups, and more. If this episode resonated with you, you can deepen your exploration through our embodiment journeys, ranging from mini courses to guided meditations to applied practices, all curated to support your embodiment and integration of each episode's topic. Remember, every time you choose to heal and grow, the collective heals and grows with you. Thank you for crystallizing with us.